There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 8 of season 1 of Deadly Class. I love that you keep putting season 1. Yeah. (laughs) We're really hoping. Well, we got some numbers to back it up, that's for sure. Yeah, I know, but I hate when they take so long. Like, at this point, I just want them to say, yes, we're going to have another season. Really? So, first of all, I'd like to say welcome to our new listeners, because I know we have some on the various platforms that have been popping up. So welcome, everybody, and hope that you are enjoying everything that we're talking about. Absolutely. And yeah. thanks for listening. Yeah. And we're trying really hard to get an interview. So yes. we're working that out. But hopefully, fingers crossed, before the end of the season, we'll have an interview for you guys. But I won't say who, because I don't want to jinx it. Right. All right. So we got ratings news. Hit me with hey. some ratings. All right, episode eight brought in a 0.13 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.372 million viewers, making it the 67th rated cable show for the day. We have live plus seven for episode five. It tied for 17th in adults 18 to 49 total gain, going from a 0.1 to a 0.4 for an increase of 0.3, which made it first in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain, increasing by 300%. It was third in viewers' percentage gain, going from 0.416 to 1.055 million viewers for an increase of 154%. Wow. Yes. Live plus seven for episode six, tied for 14th in adults 18 to 49 total gain, going from a 0.1 to a 0.4 for a gain of 0.3. And it was tied for first in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain, increasing by 300%. We seem to be hitting that 300% pretty regularly here on the Live Plus 7. That's pretty awesome. Yes. And it was third in viewers' total percentage gain going from 0.365 to 0.947 million viewers for an increase of 159%. So, obviously, people are watching. Yes. Maybe not live, but they are getting it watched within the seven days. Awesome. You know what? I also forgot. There was something I was going to mention. And I don't have the website because I'm a big doofus. But if you follow any of the cast on Twitter, they've been linking that they have the first first year. It's a special cover that has all of their picture on it. And it's signed by the cast. Ooh, nice. It's available for sale. And they're running low on supplies. So definitely get that. Yes. And maybe by the time we're done here, I'll have found the website so I can put that in there. (laughs) All right, let's get into episode eight, The Clampdown. Woohoo, let's do it. Following the death of Chico and Yukio, a gang war brews during a lockdown imposed by Lin. Indubitably. That is so much more on point than some of the other ones that we get from yeah. sci-fi. 
from the magicians. Uh-huh. <laughs> you say it. <laughs> so we start out with Shabnam, you've let us down. As he's a gossip and a suck up, and he's hoping it'll gain him favor with the guild. He's stolen Marcus's journal and shows it to Gal, who instructs him to watch everything Marcus does and report back to her. Which, you know what? This is interesting because which journal is it? Since we know he's got several. Right. Just wondering. Yeah. Um, hope it's not the one with everything in it. <laughs> not with Vegas, anyway. Right. So, of course. Maria attempts to talk to Saya and let her know what happened with Yukio, but before she can, Juan comes over and tries to kill her, citing an order from El Diablo. Really? Really, dude? You're just going to step up and do this right here in the hallway? That's not cool. No. And, of course, Master Lin shows up just in the nick of time, puts the whole school on lockdown, resulting in a surprising combination of people stuck in different rooms. Yeah, that was kind of funny how they were just, like, shoving everybody in rooms. It didn't matter, you know, whose room it was. Right, because you end up seeing Marcus with Willie and Victor, Maria with Juan and Brandy, Saya with Shabnab and Riku, and Petra with Lex and Billy. Oh, my God. Well, okay, we'll talk about that go... there, but... <laughs> that could go sideways yeah. real quick. Both Riku and Juan are trying to convince their leaders to make a move on the other. And, of course, Brandy is helping. Helping. I'm not sure of that. Yeah. (laughs) She was hilarious, especially when, which I know we'll get in more detail, but when uh, Juan is talking to Maria and they're talking Spanish. And she's like, I don't speak Mexican, but Saya is the same in both languages. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you didn't do a very good job of hiding that one. No. Oh, she's so Southern. Yeah. (laughs) But of course, Maria doesn't listen and tries to get a note to Marcus to tell Saya she wants a truce. Now, of course, the note comes flying underneath the door in Marcus's room, but Victor gets to it first, reads it, and eats it. What the hell, Victor? Really? Nobody's going to get that note for nothing. Right? It was just kind of funny. Right. But... This doesn't deter Marcus as he's still trying to get out and get messages to both Maria and Saya, breaking out of the room and getting to Saya's room, but Lynn catches him. It's like getting there, but not really. Yeah. (laughs) He's right there at the door, but cannot get inside. Now she does know he's there. Right. But that didn't last very long. No. Now, of course... Petra, Billy, and Lex. Oh, my God. Their situation is becoming quite revealing mentally and physically. Story animated as he is the youngest of three sons and his father was a dock worker. Yes, and but we we did kind of learn that, but now we're learning more. Right. Yes. Now, his father was kind and honest, but his brothers weren't, and they bought, brought him in on a job to steal from shipping containers with their father's ID. Of course, they get caught by a guard who ends up getting shot, but as they fled, Lex left his father's ID on the ground, who ends up willingly being arrested and serving a sentence for their crimes. That was pretty messed up. Big time. You know, because obviously we see little Lex, like, fighting it, and his dad's like, no, it was me. But... 
to leave him essentially in the care of his brothers then, who we just see are total jerks. Yeah, dirtbags. So what I want to know then, since everybody has made it to King's Dominion, happened in the past, I don't understand how Lex, at this point, Lex and Petra got in yet. Like, we got their backstory, but we don't know why they're there. Right. If that makes sense. Because, yes. I mean, we know they think Marcus did all this stuff. Saya is triad and, you know, Maria, Chico. We don't even know how they got there. Whereas we have Billy, who we know is there because of the mob. Right. So I kind of wish they gave us a little bit more. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Unless it's something that his brothers got into and it was like the only way. We don't exactly know that, but I'm hoping more comes. or. I know somebody out there is probably like, read that damn book. You said you had it. Yeah. <laughs> or I just pick up the book when this is over and finish it. I don't like to ruin it. Right. But anyway. Okay. Sorry. Bring it back now. But it was awesome. Right. I loved it. I love how they do the, the flashbacks yes. animation. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. Is amazing. So Lynn brings Marcus to the school's torture chamber. Was that like the boiler room? It sure seemed like it to me. I'm like, is Freddie going to pop up? What is this? Yeah. And he hits him a few times with, with his cane before turning to some mental manipulation. Yes, because the physical had nothing. It did nothing. Right. Like no effect at all. Yeah, no. Marcus has been hit before, so that's not going to get him to say anything. Right. But when Lynn breaks out the old video footage that he somehow obtained. Yeah, somebody clue me in on that one. Actually, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Because obviously we see Marcus watching this and the emotions playing across his face because Oh yeah. This was not just like final moment video. This is like Christmas and birthdays and like picnics and what the hell? Exactly. So, How the hell did Lynn come across that? Yeah. So my question, and if this is really the thing, I'm gonna kind of be pissed. Was the guild somehow manipulating Marcus his whole life then? And they're the ones who got the woman to jump and kill his parents. Now, that's very possible. But that's and it's big... possible he got the all the video from a relative, right. an aunt or an uncle or something. But then the bigger question would be why? Right. Exactly. Why did they think Marcus is up to being this person right. that they're wanting him to be? Right. That's why that popped in my head. And I'm like, okay, this would be weird. But the way they're talking, you never know. Exactly. So Master Lynn forces Marcus to keep watching when it changes to footage of them at the crime scene of his parents' death. Not exactly something you'd get from a distant relative. No. Now, they had to go to the police. I know. That's why it's like it makes me have just so many questions. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because that even, you know, because there wasn't. Chess cams back in the 80s, so how... Right. You know, unless they, the coroner, feel... it could be the coroner's film or something, but I don't know, still. that's why it makes me feel like somehow they've been manipulating... Manipulating the whole... Yeah. The whole time. It, it makes perfect sense. Oh, it's so weird. And of course, he threatens to send him back to the streets, taking away this strange family that he has begun to create at King's Dominion. And he wants to know... If he can trust him. So Marcus finally breaks down and tells him the truth about Vegas, Chico, Maria, 
Yukio and all of it. And I was like, oh, crap. But Except the- he didn't really uh, <laughs> leaves out the truth about the boys' home in Chester. Yeah, but like the look on Lynn's face. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> was like, I don't know what's going on. Is he going to help? Is he going to hinder? Why does he have such an interest in Marcus where basically he could be like, no, it was this kid and it could all be done. Right. He could get rid of Marcus at any time. He could kill him and nobody would care. Nobody would know. So another reason that I'm thinking something's up, something big. Yeah, I think you're right. It's beginning to look like it's going to be Lynn, Marcus, the rat, Saya, and Maria against Gao and the rest of everybody else. Yeah, because I'm starting to control this school with Willie because of his girlfriend. What may be happening there? Right, like he may not. He wants to be friends and everything, but I don't know. I think something's going to happen with him. Now, of course, urged by Rico and without Marcus to mediate, Say is convinced to take out Juan. So at their five minute lunch breaks, (laughs) because they're on lockdown. She takes a makeshift knife and tries to attack him. Oh, but this is bad because Brandy, the whole time, was whispering in Maria's ear. And we already ear. know Maria's yep. a little cuckoo for Coca Puff, so. Yeah. She had her uh, hair thing. I don't even know what those things are called. And that was a weapon. And I'm like, because Brandy's like, that's good. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, Brandy, stop. <laughs> yeah. And of course, they start fighting. But they're quickly broken up by Gal, who lets Saya go, but takes Maria. Gal calls her a poison, a tumor to remove, and takes her to the torture room. Now, do you think that she realizes Maria's a little crazy? Or because she doesn't realize how close Marcus is with everybody, and it's really Marcus that is, like, connecting all these people? Yeah. Uh, She doesn't know that. It's all Marcus, even though Shabnam's now her little spy. Oh, I wanted to slap him when he was in there. Yeah. So, Gal sends Riku there to torment and kill Maria. But in the nick of time, Saya busts in and saves her, proving that she really does care about her friend. But it doesn't seem to be quite enough for Maria. Which pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, but maybe Maria will come to her senses once she gets five minutes away from Brandy in her ear. So I'm like, she just like put everything on the line right now. Right. It just breaking out and saving your ass and you're gonna be a bitch about it. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't believe you, Maria. No. So we next see Master Lynn meeting with El Diablo and he tells him that it was Yukio. And that, of course, it was because Chico was dealing drugs in his school, but nobody else was involved. Now, of course, El Diablo has trouble believing that, and I don't think we've seen the last of El Diablo. I don't think he's going to buy this. I think you're right, but I really hope that we're not going to see like the creepy brother show up, because he was super creepy. Right. And while all this is going on, Petra decides to give Lex and Billy an ultimatum. Oh, my God. Okay, this with those two, it was hilarious. (laughs) Yes, it was. Okay, because she's like, 
I know you guys have a crush on me. And of course, Lex is going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't right. like you. And she's like, okay, really? All right. Stop with the nagging. But anyway. And Billy's like, yes. Yeah. I like you. I love you. Okay. And when she decides to say, listen, why don't we have a threesome? And the guys are like, what? <laughs> First of all, their eyes go big and they're like, yeah. uh, uh, wait, hold on. What? <laughs> and Billy at least had really a good explanation in the beginning. He's like, I don't want my first time to be with you to be with him, you know? Right. So it's like, yes. okay. And of course, Lex is like, I don't want to see his butt, you know, basically. Yeah. His undulating scrotum. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't remember the exact words, so I wasn't quite going there. But it was funny, too, because at one point they're like, well, if you go here and I go here. We won't even see each other. And finally, Petra's like, listen, Let's cross this off the bucket list. I want to do this with somebody who I trust. And right when, like, she says that and she, like, takes off her her top and her bra, the guys are like, all in, okay. And they kind of start kissing her and you have this, like, awesome soundtrack playing and suddenly there's a knock and it's like, lockdown's over. And she's like, oh, thank God, I'm so hungry. Yeah. (laughs) And the guys are like, what? (laughs) Because nothing else happened. No. <laughs> Which, I kind of feel bad for the guys. <laughs> but sorry, you know what? You snooze, you lose at the point. And That's right. They could have already <laughs> they could have had it their... been done. Uh, yeah, yeah, without I, their arguing. I have a feeling, because they were way too excited, it would have been over really quick. But whatever. Oh, but, yeah. um, Lex is like, are you, are you leaving us here because of the feelings that are going on in here? Or, or that you don't like feelings? And he's like, yes. She just puts on her shirt and leaves. And the guys just looks stunned and Billy goes to put his hand on Lex's shoulder like dude what just happened and Lex is like ah don't touch me (laughs) I'm still mostly naked I'm sorry but that was just too funny and oh it was hilarious and I love Petra she's just like okay I'm done with you guys all right yep and food's more important than listening to you two go back and forth about seeing what right (laughs) so or touching what I thought it was great because up on the roof when they're talking later, you know, Willie's just like, man, I miss all the good stuff. And Billy's like, oh, it was almost good stuff. (laughs) And Petra's not there. Neither is Lex. So kind of, kind of made me wonder what happened there. But I just still thought that was hilarious. And Billy's just like. So Marcus shows up and finally tells the whole group about his history with Chester and what's been happening. I was surprised. Because yeah. Saya was kind of like doing the don't say it, don't say yeah, it thing, say it. you know. Uh, but he doesn't tell them that he told Lynn the same thing. But of course, Maria comforts him, but it quickly turns tense as he tells him that Chester has Chico's body and he's given him a deadline that's closing in fast. Let me tell you something. Right at this point, when you know he's saying... Okay, no more secrets. That's what got us all involved. I have to tell you guys something. Right after that line, my freaking cable froze. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. So I had to watch it the next day because my internet had gone down and, and I don't have cable. I have internet, TV, whatever. But right. I was like, what? What did he say? I was losing <laughs> my mind. I'm like, this sucks so bad. So I'm so glad that it, it saved him my DVR because. And it actually had the that whole thing. I right. was so pissed. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you telling them? 
How are yeah. they reacting? So it's interesting, though, because I want to know. They didn't really show everybody's reaction. There they did a little, but not not really too in depth. So right, I yeah, you didn't get a, a nod from each of them saying, "Yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in." Right. You, you just kind of got to see their face, kind of like, really "What the fuck?" Right. So <laughs> I really hope that they kind of open with that this this next episode. Right. Yeah. So fingers crossed. So I get to see something and it doesn't freeze on me again. But right. Yes, I was angry. But oh. <laughs> I found the website. It's actually on Amazon.com, where if you go on Amazon, you can go through our website, www.fangirlzone.com. We have a little shopping link, and it's under, remember, Deadly Class, Volume 1, Reagan Youth Media Tie-In. It has their pictures, and it has their signatures, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay, and then, you know, you can peruse the other stuff that we have on the website. You know, it's kind of all over. I'm constantly trying to work on it, so there's stuff maneuvering around. But while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, too, and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. We do want to hear from you. So send us an email. What you think of the show? What you think about podcast? What you think about the people playing the characters? If you've read the book, how well do you think they translate? It's sci-fi talk. That's S-Y-F-Y talk at fangirlzone.com. We will read it on air. And even if you're listening to this well after the show's over, because we do sci-fi talk basically throughout the year, because there's always something, yeah. <laughs> we will address it in another sci-fi talk in yes. case you're listening to this much later. But, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I love it. And I can't believe the season's almost over. It makes me a little sad. Yep. But for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. When you're old, like 40... You're going to hate yourself for not having this experience. And until next time. <laughs>